Oh, my God. 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday, our two Bishvat special Monday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
are chirping happily from every roof and every tree. To Bishvat is here, a happy holiday. To Bishvat is here, a happy holiday. Hashkidi aporachas, b'shemesh pazorachas, siporim Rosh kol gag, mevas roses bo hechag. Tu bishvat igiya, chag ha'ilanos. Tu bishvat igiya, chag
my seeds upon the earth and for my roots within the soil of the land my father gave to me and his father gave to him made by the father of us all but the woodsman With an axe poised in his hand Said it's my sacred duty To clear away this land And on this place that I call home I will plant a field of stone I am but a little tree That only seeks to live in peace To spread my seeds upon the earth For my roots within the soil of the land my father gave to me and his father gave to him made by the father of us all while The sly fox, aloof, cool, and remote, said I cannot be distracted by the bloodstains on my coat. I can feel the woodsman's pain, perhaps the tree should not remain. I am but a little tree that only seeks to live in peace. To spread my seeds upon the earth And find my roots within the soil Of the land my father gave to me And the eagle, high above, so far away, said it's in my best interest to see the small tree stay. No, it need not thrive like I, but why not let it stay alive?
Though storm and wind may come, I'll bend but never break. And like all those before me, I'll stay true to my faith. That soon will come a day when all will gather neath my shade. I am but a little tree. Only seeks to live in peace, to spread my seeds upon the earth, and firm my roots within the soil of the land my father gave to me, and his father gave to me. Made by the falling of a J.M. in the A.M. Little Tree, there it is. It's a Tubishvat morning here at J.M. in the A.M., in case you couldn't tell. <laughs> That's some Journeys, volume number four. Yidel had Elon. It's a good Tubishvat song. Eretz, done by Elanit. Uncle Maishi had Tubishvat. Mayor Sherman, of course, our Monday morning theme song, Masach Hashem. And Regesh Modani opened uh, things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Monday. It is to Bishvat. We're getting set to celebrate. In fact, Mayor Weingarten is on his way to our NSN headquarters, and he's going to help us celebrate to Bishvat this morning here at JM in the AM. It is a a very special day for a variety of reasons, and we'll get into it coming up here on the Nahum Siegel Network. It's a Monday on this January 21st, of course, the 15th of Shvat. It is Tu B'Shvat, legal holiday here in the U.S. A lot of people with the day off. Yeshiva break here in the U.S., a lot of people with the day off. Wherever you are, I appreciate you joining us, making us part of your morning. And if you're listening on the archives, because you had one of those lazy mornings and you were able to sleep late or whatever the case may be, I say thank you for tuning in and for making sure that your day doesn't go by without listening to JM in the AM. Nine degrees outside. Could it be Tu Bishvat morning if it's nine degrees outside? Apparently so. (laughs) Minus eight is the wind chill. 55% humidity, winds are west at 14 miles per hour. Partly cloudy with a high temperature today of 17. Then tonight, clear skies. I wonder if our listeners around the world realize this is Fahrenheit. Then tonight, clear with a low of 14, mostly sunny tomorrow, a high Tuesday, 31 degrees. 60 right now in Yerushalayim, 9 in New York City as we say good morning at JM and the AM. I can think of some people, by the way, who are normally in New York City, but this week are in Yerushalayim. They're probably listening right now going, well, I guess this was a good week (laughs) to sneak out of town and get to a warmer weather spot. Oh, yes. Hey, I want to take this opportunity to wish a Mazal Tov and Mabruk to the Esses family. Morris and his family, I'm sure, are tuned into a Tu B'Shvat special. They're in Israel, and we say Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Zarinu <laughs> 
יום פנק אצל תומר, נקרא ליל עליי גומר, אמר שומר עד הבוקר וגם לילה. צדקתך כהר תבור, עלך אתה יבור תבור, כיום אתמול כי יעבור, והשמועה בלילה. חלפה עונת מנחתי, מי ייתן מנוחתי, יגעתי בהנחתי, אסחה בכל לילה.
sweet morning's climbing our tower of green was the summer that my friends and I were thirteen exciting branches fruit leaves and change impressive and generous our tree danced and swayed one afternoon in early November I witnessed something I'll always remember I heard the leaves talking I listened and learned something had happened they were deeply concerned we're losing our color and this is no good something must be wrong with this miserable world we don't like looking different feeling cold and dry our tree must be sick and has started to die all oh, to die shame oh shame about our broken old tree why should we invest in it hopelessly so weak will it end be how sad is its woe then many confused leaves simply let go I watch them fall way down to the ground and saw the wind rush them around I wondered if I'd ever see them again I wonder if I'll ever touch them again yet a proud quiet bunch of passionate leaves on some branches strong and low on the tree counseled to face the wind and the cold encouraging their fellow leaves to keep their hold they said please realize our dearest brothers the danger of leaving hold like the others don't let go of the tree whatever you do cause the one who will get hurt the most is you yes it's you might seem like our trees in decline it's alive and aware our tree will be fine so despite the tough winds that gust with great might 
you must use all your strength. Hang on to it tight, so tight. It's high in me. It's high in me. Reach up and grab hold of eternity. The tree of light. The tree of love. The tree. If you can hear these words to friend climb high and hold strong to this wonderful dream of melodious song and ensure that your branch and its future fruit will proudly cling tight. To this source of all truth, of all truth. Oh, it's high in me, it's high in me. Reach out and grab hold, taste and you'll see. The tree of life, the tree of love, the tree. J.M. in the A.M. To Bishvat, everybody, with uh, Little Tree, or actually that's The Tree, it's called. Uh, Avram Willig with that selection here at J.M. in the A.M. Yitzhak Fuchs with Hamavdil, 6.40 in the morning, 20 minutes before 7 o'clock. Mayor Weingarten joins me, and we really kick this uh, To Bishvat special off coming up in the next few minutes right here at J.M. in the A.M. Listener Silky asks, could we please say happy birthday to Yehuda Yitzhak Pitterman? Of course, Yehuda Yitzhak, happy birthday to you. Yom Huledet Sameach from all of us here at JM in the AM. Here's a song from Aish, perfect for Tu Bishvat. Elon Elon at JM in the AM.
ship we started out as slaves Made it to the motherland and they came the crusades It's been so many years crying, so many tears Don't you know, don't you really know We are pushed to the ground through our faith We are found standing strong The Spanish Inquisition wanted us to bow But our banks ain't gonna bend Never then and never now It's been so many years Crying so many tears Don't you know, don't you really know We are pushed to the ground Through our faith we are found Standing strong We are a miracle We are a miracle Chosen with love and embraced from above, we are a miracle. Extermination was the plan when the devil was a man. But the few who carried on leave the millions who are gone. So many years crying, so many tears Don't you know, don't you really know We are pushed to the ground Through our faith we are found standing strong We are a miracle We are a miracle We were chosen with love And embraced from us a battle on the news we are the stars as history repeats itself and makes us who we are hate is all around us but we'll be here to sing this song
How did Noah get all the animals he put in his table to fit? And how could Avram walk through a fire without getting burnt a bit? It must have been a miracle, fantastic, amazing miracle from the one and only Hashem. It must have been a miracle, most amazing miracle from the one and only Hashem. How did Yaakov fight with an angel and know he did not get cream? Yosef at Sadiq, well, he knew the meaning to everyone else's dreams. How did the Jews get out of Mitzrayim, where they all worked as slaves? And walk through the Yamsuf without getting wet, while the Mitzrayim were hit with the waves. It must have been a miracle, fantastic, amazing miracle, from the one and only Hashem. It must have been a miracle, most amazing miracle, from the one and only Hashem. Why did the sun stand still? the heavens in the valley of Ayalon. How did young David kill the big giant with nothing more than a stone? How could Daniel sit with the lions who were so hungry and mean? King Ahasuerus from all of those ladies picked Esther to be his queen. To destroy it, well, there's only one reason why. It's gotta be a miracle, fantastic, amazing miracle from the one and only Hashem. It's gotta be a miracle, the most amazing miracle from the one and only Hashem. You'll see real soon something's gonna happen that makes all the others seem small. Shofar Mashiach will give us his call. It's gonna be a miracle, fantastic, amazing miracle from the one and only Hashem. It's gonna be a miracle, the most amazing miracle from the one and only Hashem.
אני הולך אלייך כל ימיים, אני הולך אלייך מצונבר, האבנים מוצאות את כפותיים, אבל אני איני מרגיש דבר. אני חוזר מארץ לא זרועה, מושיט ידי לקטוף את שערך, הנני כאן, אך כמו יונה פצועה, אני נופל תמיד מול שערך. הנני כאן, כמו ציפורים חגות, הנני כאן, מביט מן הגגות, הנני כאן, כמו אבן בגדר. כמו סלע, כמו באר. אני האיש אשר תמיד חוזר, חוזר. אני חוזר מאלף גלגולים, אני נזיר בן מלך וקבצן, ובלילות לבכות השועלים, אני חולם וארבח בו בזמן. אני רואה אותך הרחוקה, כמו נסיכה שבויה במגדלים. בין סורגים יושבת ומחכה, האלוקים. האלוקים גדולים, הנני כאן כמו ציפורים חגות, הנני כאן מביט מן הגגות, הנני כאן כמו אבן בגדר, כמו סלע, כמו באר. אני האיש אשר תמיד חוזר חוזר. ואת הלכת כמו האבנים, וכמו הבור להלך במדבר, זריחות רכות נשקו אותך פנים, שקיעות כבדות נשקו אותך צוואר. אז ראיתיך יושבת ומצפה, ובעינייך אור ועצב רב, כך לקחתיך איתי אל החופה, את היחפה עם כתר של זהב. הנני כאן... שם נהיהם את יואל שרבי, הנני כאן. הנני כאן. סונג אבל ארץ ישראל. Journeys before that, you heard We Are a Miracle, that's Yaakov Shweki Elon, done by Aish. The tree was Avram Willig. Monday morning, it's Tu Bishvat, and the Tu Bishvat special starts in earnest with me and Mayor Weingarten, or more appropriately, with Mayor Weingarten and me. Coming up on this legal holiday Monday at JM in the AM. That's right, for those of you around the world who don't realize it is a legal holiday in the U.S., not for Tu Bishvat. But for Martin Luther King Day, but uh, coincidentally, it is Tu B'Shvat morning, and a lot of people 
are off today for yeshiva break. A lot of people are off for the legal holiday, but we are here with nine degree weather with a minus eight wind chill and getting ready for a couple hours to celebrate Tu Bishvat and explain to everybody what Tu Bishvat's all about and to connect a little bit to the land of Israel and the state of Israel. That is our intention over the next couple of hours here at JM in the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. In the background, I think, is, oh, there we go. Our news from Israel coming up. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Monday. Tu B'Shvat follows next. We say Boker Tov and Chag Sameach from JMNAM. Galitzal, Mirushalayim, Asha'a 2. Shalom Rav, Kan Ofek Albert, in Mashekore Achshav. ראש הממשלה נתניהו מגיב לראשונה על תקיפת צהל הלילה בדמשק. בנאום שנשא בטקס חנוכת נמל התעופה רמון, הבהיר נתניהו, נגיב לכל תוקפנות איראנית. אמש עלם חיל האוויר בעוצמה במטרות איראניות בסוריה, לאחר שאיראן שגרה משם טיל לעבר שטחנו. אנו פועלים גם נגד איראן וגם נגד הכוחות הסורים. מי שמנסה לפגוע בנו, אנו פוגעים בו. מי שמאיים להשמיד אותנו, יישא במלוא האחריות. ובמקביל על אדמת סוריה, הרוגים לקחות האמריקנים בפעם השנייה בתוך שבוע. כתבנו ג'קי חוגי. מכונית תופת התפוצצה בצד שיירה של הכוחות האמריקנים ליד העיר על חסקה בצפון מזרח סוריה. מדיווחים ראשוניים עולה כי ארבעה אמריקנים לפחות נהרגו. הכוח שנפגע נמצא שם כדי להגן על המיליציות הכורדיות שפועלות באזור במאבק נגד דאעש וצבא טורקיה. ביום רביעי שעבר הרגה מתאבדת ארבעה חיילים אמריקנים בפיגוע תופת בעיר מנביץ'. בשעה זו מתקיימת פגישה בין פרקליטי ראש הממשלה נתניהו לבין היועץ המשפטי לממשלה מנדלבליט, כתבתנו מוריה אסרף. לפגישה שמתקיימת כעת בלשכתו של מנדלבליט הגיעו עורכי הדין של ראש הממשלה נבות תל צור, עמית חדד ועודד מודריק. בנוסף, מטעמו של נתניהו הגיע גם השופט בדימוס ספי אלון. הצדדים ידונו בשאלה האם יש לפרסם את החלטת היועץ באשר להגשת כתב אישום טרם הבחירות. נציגיו של ראש הממשלה ינסו לשכנע את מנדלבליט להימנע ממהלך כזה. ארצות הברית דורשת מרוסיה להשמיד מערכת טילים שפיתחה בטענה שהפרה הסכם בין המדינות, כתבתנו מאיה רכלין. לטענת האמריקנים על רוסיה להשמיד את מערכת טילי SSC-800 שהיא מפתחת בשנים האחרונות, כיוון שזו מפרה את ההסכם לטילים לטווח בינוני בין המדינות. כזכור, נשיא ארצות הברית טראמפ הודיע שבכוונתו לסגת מאותו הסכם, שנחתם בין המדינות בשנת 1987, כבר בתחילת חודש פברואר. רוכב אופנוע כבן 30 נפצע בינוני מפגיעת רכב. הוא פונה לבית החולים רמב״ם על ידי צוות מגן דוד אדום, כתבנו קובי מנדל מוסר שנסיבות התאונה בבדיקה. תושב רמת גן חשוד שדקר את שכנו ופצע אותו בינוני, כתבתנו ליה ספילקי. מבדיקה ראשונית של המשטרה עולה כי בן ה-48 דקר אתמול את אחד הדיירים בבניין המשותף בעקבות סכסוך בין שניים על זכויות בנייה. הקורבן פונה לבית החולים במצב בינוני, החשוד יובא הבוקר לדיון בעניין הארכת מעצרו בבית משפט השלום בתל אביב. מזג האוויר, התחממות קלה, ייתכנו טפטופים במהלך הלילה. אלה החדשות שעורכת גוני כהן. Bo-ray, bo-ray, piri-ha-ace Bo-ray, bo-ray, piri-ha-ace Bo-ray, bo-ray, piri-ha-ace Bo-ray, bo-ray, piri-ha-ace Bo-ray, bo-ray, piri-
schwarz, schwarz. Du bist schwarz, schwarz, schwarz. Du bist schwarz, schwarz, schwarz. It's Rosh Hashanah. For the trees, it's du bist schwarz, schwarz, schwarz. Say Shecheyanu. If you please, on du bist schwarz, schwarz, schwarz.
Tubish spot morning at JM in the AM. Mayor Weingarten noticeably excited oh, yeah. for a Monday morning. Usually Monday, he's not that excited until 9 a.m. But today, with Tubish spot here, he is one excited gentleman. Oh, yeah. We have not bring that microphone over to you. We've had an opportunity oh, so. Oh yeah. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Happy Tubish spot. Same to you. We've had an opportunity so far this morning to mention a couple of things off the air about Eretz Yisrael and Medinat Yisrael. You obviously have heard the news that one of Israel's top music stars, one of the top music celebrities, has decided that Shabbat is more important than Eurovision, right? You heard about that. Omar Adam. You also just told me a minute ago that one of the newscasters in Israel has has put on a kippah and essentially— A little while ago. Right, and essentially when asked about it, uh, mentioned that he is being strengthened in his Judaism. Right. And I wish that more and more people would understand and acknowledge how significant these events are. And by the way, one I didn't mention, but um, the, the, the definitely top correspondent for Arab affairs yeah. became a Choser B'Tshuvar, returned to, um, to tradition, now grew a beard, now has a beard, wears a big black kippah, and I saw, he used to be on London and Kirshenbaum all the time, right. you know. <laughs> and and um, I saw you saw the progress. You saw him going from no kippah, nothing, to slowly this, to putting on a smaller kippah. Until one day they mentioned it, and he said yes, you know. And now he's very open about it. He's interviewed about it and so forth. Very proud. Who had more difficulty with it, London or Kirschenbaum? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't ask Kirschenbaum. He's God, huh? Yeah. Uh, anyway, all, yeah. It's, so it's so a- it, you, when you you see how Israel is developing, in a sense of just returning to the Jewish roots as your people are. It's, oh. It's really beautiful. And I'm glad you said that, the way you just said it, because, um, oh, first of all, I have a gift for you. Thank you. This is the most recent packet from the Mizrahi. Oh, I'm so touched. Mizrahi, Apollo Mizrahi, and, the Lower East Side. And thank the Nasi for me as well. I will thank packets the are getting heavy. Before the, elections, I guess. <laughs> the packets are getting heavy. There's a lot for you to read in there. In fact, it's shocking to me that I'm not making you actually read it now. But <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we wouldn't be a show. But I, I don't remember if it was in the packet or if it was in um, if it was in the Hamizrahi magazine. And by the way, Rav oh. Daron Peretz might join us this morning for a oh, few nice. minutes. Yeah, from Israel. I, I invited him, and he said he's going to try his best nice. to join us. I, I when did this Mizrahi magazine? Oh, come this out? just Is came this out. The second edition. No, there've been no? there've been a few. Really, yeah. I, I remember seeing one. I didn't yeah. remember seeing the others. Uh, every two three months they're out, and they don't make it into my part of the woods, <laughs> where you live. I believe that. By the way. Um, and the reason I, I, I bring up both of these publications is I, it's, I, I think in one of them, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was in a different publication now. Yeah. I'm just thinking. Um, they, they, I, I, okay. You're, you're going to have to be very tolerant to me this morning. So now I think in my head I'm confusing like four different articles that I read. Okay. Like they're all, they're all mibulbal. They're all together. Oh, uh, but there's an article I read somewhere. <laughs> and by the way, this is for you. I'm, oh, I'm more. Sorry. Thank yeah. you. Oh, and by the way, you know who's in there? Of Shalom Kor. Yeah, he he has a regular uh, he has a regular uh, column here. He has a thing about trees. Well, let's... you know, a tree could be an eitz or an elan. Yes, and you know, we say bore priya eitz, even though the Mishnah says what bracha do you make on a, on a fruit from an elan, and yet we say yes. bore priya. And if you if people have been listening attentively to this particular segment every year on Tubi Shvat, um, we've discussed that. Correct. Yes. Oh, you remember? I, I knew you were going to. Oh, I, I knew you were going to call me out on that one. Oh, good for you. <laughs> yes. And should we explain that Ilan is Lashon Chazal? Chazal have right. a, 
a similar Hebrew, but there are certain words that developed over time that were, are only found in Chazal. He gives a whole list of them in there. Okay. No, I'm just saying there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, one of language the, was different back then. Yes, the language well, they used. Was the, the language that Chazal used was influenced also by the Aramaic, more by right. the by foreign languages and so forth. And some words are totally not Hebrew, like Sanhedrin. Right. It's a, it's a Greek word. Uh, Afikoman. Uh, a lot of the words that we take for granted. So uh, Lashon Chazal is Ilan, and Lashon HaTorah is Etz. Right. So when Chazal wrote the Brachot. They, even though they were saying Ilan, they made sure that the nusach, the wording of the bracha, would use the Torah language, not the Chazalic language. I love it. I love it. So that's why you say Berei Prihai. Yeshikoch. So they were talking about, in this article I was reading about Aim Habanim Smecha. The book. Right. Yeah. Um, and the, the <laughs> again, I think it was in that article where they discuss how the, it, it, how do I put this? <sighs> It is to the benefit of the Jewish people to not concentrate on who's responsible for the establishment of the state of Israel and instead to concentrate on the fact that the state of Israel is a vehicle for, I mean, ultimately Gula, right. but as we believe, but not just that, but a vehicle for, um, for, I want to put this the right way, for enhancing one's religious dedication. Let's put it that way. Enhancing one's religion. Right. And when you walked in and, and, and right off the bat, we got into a conversation, you're telling me about this newscaster, and we're talking about Omer Adam. Mm -hmm. and, we're t and in general, one of the things on the Israel show that you're always concentrating on are artists and people in the public who are right. making a point to gear their music a certain way and to, and to inf infuse more religious elements into their art, whatever their art may be. Right. Uh, and you discuss that on a regular basis. Uh, it, 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 it's one of those... Fantastic, amazing miracles, like the song I just played. It's yeah. one of those incredible developments that we have because we have a Medinat Israel. And today on Tu Bishvat, when we talk about the land of Israel and for us, by extension, the state of Israel, it's an important thing to mention. Right. And um, I, I was listening to a lecture. I don't like you now. I don't remember <laughs> yeah, who. Sorry, I, don't I remember. can't remember where I read yeah, what. It's the age that we're in, <clears throat> the, our age. Um, so uh, he was saying about how intermarriage. In the United States, there is a very high rate of intermarriage. Right. And how, truthfully, this goes back generations. We haven't even in Tanakh when they came back from Bavel and so forth. Right. And he said, you know, if you want to sort of immune yourself from that and, and from not only intermarriage but assimilation in general into, into the, the non-Jewish world, the only place you can live is in the is is in Israel. Now that doesn't mean you're totally immune, <clears throat> but eighty five ninety percent of the Jews in Israel have a Pesach seder of some form, right? And light candles on Friday night and make kiddush and fast on Yom Kippur. It that's their culture. And the fact that Omer Adam, who's not you know, what we would call a right. scrupulously orthodox person decided at some point in his life that he is not going to perform on Shabbat no matter what, and he's ready to give it up in a big performance. It's a big performance. It certainly is worldwide attention. Yeah, and that just is amazing. And he is, by the way, one of the number one, if not the number one, you know, pop star in Israel today. Unbelievable. So just uh, an example of uh, some of the things we should be concentrating on and some of the things we should be celebrating as we continue to feature 
both the land and state of Israel on this Tu Bishvat morning. By the way, by the way, yeah, there, yeah. you know, you woke up this morning very early. Yes, I did. It's nine degrees with a wind chill of minus eight outside. I, I was even wondering, I said, I wonder if Mayor's going to say to me it's simply too cold to come to Manhattan. Like, oh, I don't want to go outside, no. but no, but you didn't miss. You didn't. And then I walked all the way, and it and was you freezing. Walked all the way, and it, it is so, it's bitter cold out there. For it people is, who don't realize, I, so I, at my height and weight, was blowing all over the place here on Grand Street. So, but I wanted to make it worth your while to be here. I okay. wanted to make sure that when you arrived, you said, you know, did I make a mistake? Well, look what I got. That, you already have your publication. I, I have, I have the, the, You're the, drowning the handout. <laughs> Hey, excuse me, that's the packet. Let's call it the packet. I'm sorry, I, f- I forgot that. <laughs> uh, but mayor, I, yes. I I said we have to guarantee okay. th- that you're going to be happy, that you're going to be again. You'll find this a and worthwhile you have journey. Brought me books, and I have. Brought oh my you. god, you I have. Brought, look at that. Now, look at that. Thank you so much. Is that now? Have minute, I ladies made? Ladies and gentlemen, listen carefully. This is the sound of Buxer <laughs> hitting the wood. <laughs> It's not Hoshadas where you're supposed to hit it. Well, <laughs> here you can hit it and nothing will happen. Yeah, you know how the kids like to get the leaves off the Hoshadas? Yeah, no. Here, here yeah, nothing's moving. Nothing's moving. That's so sweet of you to get some of this buxer, which I'm not going to have. What? Excuse me. Did you see Rabbi Ari Khan's? Uh, yes, hilarious. I, I tagged you. I loved it. it. I, okay. I thanked you so much for tagging me because so I, I, I paid attention to you it. Know, you may want to read it on the air. Oh, you think so? I don't know. That'll be my present to you. <laughs> are you allowed? Are you allowed to publicly mock Buxer? This is a Jewish tradition, after yeah, all. I know. Buxer, the carob, the hard dried carob that used to go from Israel, <laughs> supposedly, to to Chutzlar, right. to outside of Israel, so people could from California. <laughs> right, so people people could feel they're taking part in the Tu B'Shvat tradition of Israeli. One of fruit. the few things that could make it through such a long. Trip. Correct, and uh, in Israel, of course, it would be fresh, but outside of Israel, it would be a yeah. little, a little on the hard side, as you just described. Mm-hmm. Uh, news from Israel: so overnight, apparently, there's been a uh, a, a rocket attack in the Hermon, and Israel responded by uh, by hitting Iranian targets in Syria. Yeah, the rocket attack on the Hermon was uh, yesterday during the day. Okay, and and the place was filled with uh, because it, it it had snowed. Right, the place was filled with people, and there's somebody had a. Um, a go cam on their helmet, or, you know, one of those uh, GoPro. Yeah, and uh, they have a picture of of like the rocket being shot down. You know, the the, the Patriot going at not the Patriot, the um, Iron Dome, Iron Dome. You know, wishing out. Wow, it's like crazy how everything today is is live. And so that happened yesterday, and obviously people had to leave the area. But now the question is, did did the Iranians slash Syrians know what they were doing? Was this an errant attack or was it an attack on on innocent men, women and children who are skiing on a, you know, on a nice Sunday afternoon in the Golan? Israel has been attacking. Israel attacked on Shabbat, the airport in, uh, I believe it was uh, Beirut or Damascus. I don't remember which when uh, Iranian plane was on its way. To deliver weapons, and uh, they attacked big time last night. Very wide attack uh, in near uh, Damascus, the the uh, capital of Syria. Right. Of course, the talk is oh. wag the dog. El- election special. Yeah, the old wag the dog thing. In other but, words, if BB can prove that he's really the only one who can defend Israel, then he will, will win the election. And yesterday he went to Chad, and they announced that they're renewing um, relations. Relations. So, wow. you know, so he's doing his thing. At the same time, this morning, they announced that his 
his uh, team of lawyers are meeting with the attorney general to discuss the uh, what seems to be the indictment that's going to be handed down. And that'll be when? Now in January? <clears throat> Probably before the election. I mean, Netanyahu, Prime Minister Netanyahu has been trying very hard for them to wait until after the elections. And I, I think there's some validity to that. But the pressure from the other side is to, to get it in before. But, you know, he, he'll he be running with an indictment without the ability of answering the indictment, really. So it's, a, it, it's, it's always fun in Israel before elections. Some people say it's fun. Other people uh, lament the fact that they have to go through this each time. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, we were, we were discussing the Mizrahi on uh, Shabbos, or on Shabbat more accurately. Uh, is there anybody else who could at this point you know, try to form a government? Nobody, right? Like, they can words, try and form a government? Yeah, Yair like Lapid is going to try to form a government yeah. if he had. There'll be enough seats? If he had. Uh, uh, look, I, I mentioned this last week on the Israel show. I discussed why the left, or the week before, why the left doesn't get together. I mean, they want, everybody wants to unseat Bibi on the left. Right. So if Lapid and Labor and Gantz and all these guys would, would run as one party, right. there would be a good chance that they would be able to. Right. No, and I quoted the famous Gemara where uh, God says to Yeravam uh, Benavat, who's who's the icon of sinners, right? Chotel Mafti Sarabim. So the Gemara there says that God, who <coughs> comes to him and says, if you repent, then you and I and Ben Yishai, right, the, King David, right. will biyachad beganeden. We will stroll together in the Garden of Eden. How much more could you want? And Yeravam Benavat asks me Barosh. Who's going to be the head of it? And God says, Who's Ben Yishai. And Yeravam Ben Nevat says, well, then I'm not interested. Not interested. <laughs> so that, that, what Chazal are trying to tell us is that gaiva, right, haughtiness, it, that, that, just, that will destroy everything. Yeah, that's the way And it that's is. the question. Me, Barosh, everybody, uh, uh, Lapid's not going, oh, I'm going to be number one. And then this other guy wants, he wants to be number one. And Avigabai and, and Gantz and everybody wants to be the number one. Uh, same old story. A lot yeah. of things that are happening now are reflective of what happened in Tanakh, that's for oh, sure. for sure. All right, you have a uh, selection for us for this Tuber's Fine Morning? Well, the Kulu... While I eat my buxer? Yeah, the Kulu Lam version of Alcohol Ela. Oh, nice. Which is so amazing, and I always tell listeners, you, you got to see the video, Not just fun. for your own enjoyment and inspiration. Right. But here's the audio of it. Um, Alcohol Ela sung by 17,000 Jews. <sighs> In the um, Yadaliyahu basketball, what's you know what it's called now? Now it's a Nokia. No, no, no. Menorah Miftachim. Menorah Miftachim. Yeah, you know. Stadium. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, stadium in Tel Aviv. <clears throat> you know, our friend Lior Gottlieb was there. At that night? That night. His family got tickets. And he said to me, you nah, know, well, I was going to go, but the family's going. So, you know, I uh, got to go. Shalom by it. So um, he went. He saw what they're singing, Al Kolela by Nomi Shemer. God, please preserve all of everything we have, the good and the bad, right? Which is why this is a Tubishvat song. Don't uproot that which is planted. So he said, I was so excited because I had an opportunity to daven, to pray with 17,000 other people in such a beautiful way. That's what goes back to what we were talking about before. 17,000 people of all different stripes, of all, who were all singing Eight Fila. Eight Fila together. Up, oh, here we go.
Not bad, huh? Amazing. It's so it's moving. It's inspirational. It's it certainly it's really is. amazing. I'll call Ayla. JM in the AM. Two degrees in Muncie, by the way, for those celebrating Tuba Shabbat in Muncie. Two degrees. By the way, I'm sorry. To the oh, people I'm sorry. On our yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, in um, in Silver Spring, Maryland, our report is that it's 11 degrees Fahrenheit. Where? In Silver Spring. And someone wants to know why the uh, Buxer fruit is significant for Tuba Shabbat. I think we just explained it. We just explained that it was a dried fruit from Israel I, that I, people I, in Chutz Laaretz, people outside of Israel, will be able to utilize in their Tuba Shabbat observance. I can, I, I can be a little bit of a de- defense attorney for your Buxer, oh. if you want. Well, after how many years of doing the Tuba Shabbat special, you're finally coming around? <laughs> <laughs> so, Rav Cook, and we... We have there's a song that we played last year. Cook talks about how planting is really our concern for the future. Right. We we set aside the fact that we could in many cases eat the seed, and we plant it in the ground because we're concerned. It's not gonna. We're not in many cases gonna be. Right. And he says the ultimate example is the is the haruv. Because it takes a long time. Yeah. Right, that's the case of honey. Right, where it takes seventy years. Plants so you're really right. You're really planting, not for you. It's the ultimate in dedicating yourself to the future of the Jewish people. Let me ask my buckster if that was an acceptable defense Please for do. him. Uh, are you still uh, angry at Mayor? Apparently, he still is. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> because I, you've been publicly mocking him. I understand. It'll take a few years. I'll be Mephiasin. By the way, yes. I uh, recently. As I was listening to more and more of this song, Al Advashval Ha'oket of Nomi Shemer, came away with a feeling that although it's, I haven't seen it anywhere, it hasn't been referenced anywhere, but I have a feeling that she's been influenced by a few, as always, by Psukim and Mikorot. So there's a famous Pasuk in Ishayao that says, Yotzer or Uvorei Choshech. Now we say in Tfilah, Oseh Shalom Uvorei et Hakol, but the Pasuk says, Uvorei Ra. And Chazal, it's in the Gemara. It says we don't we we change it from Borei Rat to Borei Hakol in order to make it better. Then it says Ani Hashem Ose Kol Ele. The Tov and the Ra. Right, the Or and the Choshech. And then in Yeshayahu, it says Hoy Omrim La Rat Tov La Tov Ra Samim Choshech La Or Or La Choshech Samim Mar LeMatok UMatok LeMar. And in Kohelet it says, et la ledet ve et la mut, et la tat ve et la akornatua. So al nata akornatua, you have marin matok in a different place, and kol ele, referring specifically to the good and the bad. Ani Hashem ose kol ele. Al kol ele. Yeah. J.M. the A.M. to Bishvat morning. Rabbi Goldwasser in a moment. First, I just want to cite what Mayer cited earlier, Rabbi Ari Khan, with the following statement. Or question, who was the genius that created a Buxer export market by claiming Israeli kids eat this like chocolate? Been here many years and never heard an Israeli kid ask for it. Every year growing up on Tubishvat, we'd be forced to take a bite, though I don't know if I ever actually swallowed it. <laughs> and then at some point during one of the uh, during one of the exchanges, he writes, give me a second. <laughs> uh, it's funny. Um, where is it? Hang on a second. Um, oh, I don't. I thought he had. I thought he had a different uh, take on it as well later on. Oh yeah, hang on a second. Here it is. Uh, someone writes, 
Health food and homeopath people love anything which is a substitute for sugar, chocolate, and caffeine. Sarah by Khan writes, I'm old enough that when I was a kid, no one knew about health food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can say that again. That's Rabbi funny. David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Arav Zebin, Rebels of Alevi, and Zechonishmas Esther Basar, Rebels of Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The Talmud Yerushalmi states that Reb Chizkiah said in the name of Rav, in the future, a person will have to give an account and a reckoning for everything that his eyes saw, but he did not eat. We learn in Bereshis that Hashem saw that all was very good. Therefore, it's improper for a person to deny himself the benefits of Hashem's world. Chazal tell us that the Amora Reb Lozer, made certain to partake of each fruit once a year. One should eat the fruit to demonstrate his love for Hashem's creation. The master of the world created so many beautiful and wonderful trees. They produce so many different types of luscious fruits. Why was it that this was all necessary? Wouldn't it have been enough to be nourished with just bread and water? The Sefer Darke Musar offers the following answer. Hashem is the Hatova Metiv. He is good and constantly bestows good upon others. He is the source of all chesed, of all loving kindness and mercy. Therefore, it's the desire of Hashem to provide enjoyment to all of us, to grant us blessing and contentment. It follows that if one doesn't acknowledge another individual, he's in fact deeming that particular component of the universe to be superfluous. It gives the impression that he doesn't perceive the significance of the beautiful world which Hashem has created. For this individual, creation would have been complete with just bread and water. Such thinking denies the essence of Hashem's creation in this world. The Torah commands us, you go in Hashem's ways, meaning that we should conduct ourselves in the manner that Hashem conducts Himself, as it were. As it says, as He is merciful, so should you be merciful. Here too, just as Hashem is concerned about His creations, we should also care about His creations. The Sefer Chaim Bohem cites the following example from the Pasuk in Bereshis. Red eye from wine and white tooth from milk. Chazal expound that a person displaying his white teeth to his friend is more valued than one who gives him milk. If someone would stand outside in the bitter cold day and distribute cups of hot milk to the people in the street, he would be highly praised for this great chesed. Yet Chazal reveal an amazing secret. One who shows a kind smile to another merits even greater reward. As a child, the Baba Varebbe, Reb Shlomo Haberstam, once refused the cabbage that his mother had prepared for dinner. His father, the great Rav Benzion Haberstam, took the child aside. Do you know what this cabbage had to go through before it got here? As it grew, it prayed to grow to fruition. Then it hoped that it would be selected by the farmer as fit to be brought to the market not to be discarded or fed to the animals. In the marketplace, the cabbage prayed to be purchased by a God-fearing individual. Now it is waiting for you to make a bracha over it, completing its task in this world 
by providing you with strength to serve Hashem. Will you not allow so much effort to go to fruition and not waste it? This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a wonderful Tu B'Shvat in the very sweet year. Well, to say Mayor Weingarten found a uh, <laughs> a 2018 version of Tubishvati Gia is cool. an understatement. I love it. It's very good. I know. Who's responsible for Sheer that? Sheer Deutsch. And Sheer Deutsch has a uh, um, a YouTube um, channel as well. There was somebody at my Shabbat table this week uh, whose first name is Sheer. Oh. So I said, when's your birthday? So they said, like, last week. I said, oh, so you were born Shabbat Sheer, I assume. Right. No, my mother just liked the name Cher. <laughs> well, we know somebody whose daughter's named Cher, too. Correct. Uh, speaking of uh, people celebrating birthdays, mm-hmm. uh, Colonel Chaplain Shmuel Felsenberg, and, uh, Colonel Chaplain Shmuel Felsenberg and his wife, Dini, are celebrating the birth of a grandchild. And we take this opportunity to wish a mazel tov to the, great, to the grandparents... Well, we just did. That's the grandparents. Okay. To the great-grandparents and to the great-great-grandmother, Rachel Levin of Flatbush, Brooklyn. Mazel Tov. And why is it significant that we are giving this Mazel Tov wish over the air today? Because the the great-grandparent line, right, Mm -hmm. meaning that (laughs) generation, I know this is complicated, the great-grandparent generation uh, the Felsenbergs and the Teitelbaum. Oh, nice. Teitelbaum is a big Tubishvat name. Yes, it is, because Baum is a tree. In fact, I heard a rumor. It's a palm tree. I heard a rumor that a town up north in New York State was just called something tree, is it? Is palm, it? something palm. Palm, palm tree or something? Yeah, yeah. I honestly don't, I don't, I don't remember. I know I the remember, name Palm yeah. was in it. Yeah, I don't remember exactly how they did it, but it was after the name Teitelbaum. Right. Because sure. so, that was a Sotmer town. Yes. And Teitelbaum is the leader of the Sotmer, uh, you know, that, that, the Teitelbaum family, I guess right. we'd say, the yes. leaders of the Sotmer yes. community. Uh, Palm Tree, New York. Maybe it was Palm Tree, New York. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway. Easily enough. Happy Tu Bishvat. Google it. 
Mayor Weingarten and I, we are in studio here at JM in the AM, and uh, it is time to to learn something about this incredible day. Well, we always like to start off by just yeah. describing what is Tubishvat. Yeah. Like, where is it Why from? are we celebrating? Why are we celebrating? That's a good question, Nachum. I, mean, I, I was told over the weekend that Tubishvat, I don't know if you're familiar with this, by the way. You may not be. <laughs> I didn't know until this weekend. Wow. Apparently, Tubishvat is the demarcation on the calendar, not only for trees. Okay, what else? Appa- apparently, I was told, I don't know if this is true, but I'm assuming it is based on who told me, I was told that Tu B'Shvat is when boys of a certain age who are in a certain grade yeah. per- start pursuing marriage. They start... Really? Yeah, someone described it to me as Tu B'Shvat is the day that that young men are that young men leave the freezer. That's what it, that's, oh, that, interesting. That's what it was told. Well, today. in a specific place, right? Shiva. In a specific environment. Yeah. Wow. So apparently, well, it's all about Tubishvat. It's right. about environment. <laughs> about about <laughs> right trees and next generations Correct. and fruit and. So you're going to tell us from the Talmud or Mishnah about Tubishvat. Right. I am telling you that today in 2018, wow. there's actually a calendaric demarcation that's interesting. That, that supposedly is important. That makes it all the more so uh, a significant day for so many people. Um, so Tubishvat does not appear in the Tanakh, anywhere in the Tanakh. The first mention of Tubishvat that we have is in the Mishnah. It's uh, in the Mishnah of Rosh Hashanah. The Mishnah tells us about four different Rashi Shanim, four different dates on the calendar that are considered Rosh Hashanah. Right. And, you know, we know in our life that you have certain dates that are considered the demarcation for taxes. So if you made money in 2018, you pay your taxes in 2018 on the income of that. But what if you made on January 1, 2019, you made some money? Well, that doesn't count into the taxes of 2018. Why? It's only a day later. Because there's always got to be some demarcation mark. You need a boundary. You need a boundary. Tubishvat is the boundary for the halachot that apply to trees, specifically in Israel. You know, there we have a halachav orla. The first three years, a tree is not allowed to be eaten from. The fruits are not allowed to be eaten. On the fourth year, it 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 uh, the the fruits are consecrated. They're holy. They're brought up to the Bet Hamikdash. Uh, and then from the fifth year and on of the tree's life, you bring the Bikurim, it's Chayav and Shemitah, and then there's Maaser, Maasrot, different years. There's Maaser Ani, Maaser Sheni, and so forth. How right. do you know what year a fruit is from? So, so this is the demarcation point. If a fruit became big enough, strong enough, whatever, before Tubishvat, it's last year's. After Tubishvat, it's next year's. What do I care? Because the Torah says, Chazal learned from the Torah, that you have to bring to the Mikdash for year X only the produce of year X. It would be as if to say, you're going to pay your 2018 taxes. You got to use money that you made in 2018. You can't use money you made in 2019. Right. So that's the way it is. So therefore, I need to know this fruit that I'm going to bring, what year can I bring it for? And that's why there's a demarcation. So it seems very super highly technical. Why, why is this a cause of celebration, really, now? I mean, between us. You know, there's a Rosh Hashanah on the first of Elul for Masar Behema. Right. I've never celebrated that one. Yeah, right. Neither have I. <laughs> Nobody plants trees. Nobody plants behemoths. And actually, <laughs> I could use a good steak on that day. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a much better thing than the boxer. <laughs> there you go. That's a great... You should start this I holiday. I should start And open a restaurant. <laughs>
So the answer is because... Well, then there's the traditional Aleph Tishrei, right? That's one of the... Rosh yes, Hashanah. that's Rosh Hashanah for, for, for the judgment of God. Right. Oh, I just... I'll get to that in a minute. Oh. The comedian that you had here, the stand-up British... Ashley? Uh, Ashley had a very funny post. Hmm. I, I'll get to it in a minute. Okay. I'm sorry. Thank you for reminding me of it. No that. problem. Um, so basically... We we have really, after a while, forgotten this whole thing because once we were thrown out of our land and we were no longer agriculture-based because we were all over the diaspora, we weren't allowed to own land when we were in, in most countries in the diaspora. So it, the date just fell away, basically, until about the 1600s, 1700s when people started yearning for the return to Eretz Israel, And they hooked on to this date. It's not really a celebratory date, but they hooked on to this date and said, this is a date that connects us to agriculture, connects us for the f- to the fruit of the land, to the bounty, to all the things that have to do with the land of Israel and the agriculture. Let's make something. Let's do something. And, and the Kabbalists started a seder to Bishvat where they have four cups of wine, different kinds of wine, different colors, all kinds of stuff. And as Zionism, modern Zionism started, so the modern Zionists wanted to use this for sure as an educational tool. So they were thinking even the first farmers thought maybe they should plant on Tubishvat fruit, but they learned very quickly that that is not a good time of the year to plant fruit. Ah. But we plant later on in the schools in the early 1900s, the school system in Israel wanted, again, to ingrain within the kids the importance of trees, of planting, ah. of agriculture. So they used Tubishvat and started this idea, we're going to plant trees on Tubishvat, and that's where it all started and and now it's basically it was a shell and we filled it with whatever content we felt had a connection to it now you have certain places where they say Tubishvat is earth day right. as eco- Arbor day. E- e- ecology you know take care of the earth all right. these things everybody now puts into Tubishvat whatever they see fit but ultimately it's sort of a made-up holiday that the Jewish people made up over ye- over time to connect itself to the land of Israel. We don't say Tachon today. We didn't right. say Tachon yesterday at Bincha, which was Erev right. Tubishvat. Right. That's uh, a later right. ruling. But it's just funny that it's a, that we do that because it is a holiday. It's become yeah. a holiday that connects us to Israel. Right. Uh, yet on a certain other days of the year, there are people who insist on, on not commemorating yeah. the day. Politics, politics. But that's, I guess, politics is right. All right. Um, we have a song? Uh, yeah, here's a new song. Hmm, what do we got? It's called Eitz Atzei Zayit. Nice. Olive Trees. It came out last week by Bat Ella. Nice. Um, great um, singer that we uh, have, um, we've uh, actually um, focused on her a lot in the uh, Israel show. The words are by the poet Leah Goldberg, very famous Israeli poet, talks about the trees, the olive trees happen to be, they stand forever and ever and ever. You know, the oldest olive trees in Israel are probably well over 1,500 years old. Wow. So the words are, hasharav. they withstood the heat of the sharav, they entered the eye of the storm. Seemingly forever they stood on the side of the hill opposite the village that was destroyed. Meaning the village is destroyed, but the tree is still clinging to the, to the mountainside. They grew gray in the cold light of the moon, standing how full is its serenity. This is truly its golden years. That's the English version. And um, we're up? Yep, we're ready. Okay, here it is. Batelo with Atzei 
ניסיון השבה, ובאו בסוד עשר, וכן אצח ניצבו במורד הגבעה מול הכפר שחרב, מחשיפים באורו הצונן של השר. עמוד מהקדושה השווה, זו איפו הסיבה הטובה, הקשב, הקשב למשך. הרוח בנוף הזיתים, איזו צמיחה ענווה, הקשב, הקשב למשך. התשמע מה הם אומרים, דברים נבונים ופשוטים. נצח נצפו במורד הגבעה מול הכפר שחרב מחשיפים באורו הצונן של השר עמוד מקדושה השלווה זו איפו הסיבה הטובה הקשב הקשב למשל הרוח בנוף הזיתים איזו צמיחה ונצח נצפו במורד הגבעה מול הכפר שחרב מחשיפים באורו הצונן של השר עמוד מקדושה השלווה זו איפו הסיבה הטובה הקשב הקשב למשל הרוח בנוף הזיתים איזו צמיחה J.M. in the A.M. Monday morning, Tu Bishvat special is on. Mayor Weingarten is in our studio. My name is Nachum Siegel. This is J.M. in the A.M. Happy Tu Bishvat to everybody. As we celebrate this day and connect to the land of Israel and the state of Israel, even though in some places on this planet, like where we are, it's nine degrees with a wind chill of minus eight. Yeah. I did notice. And it's not the, it's not the, the, it's not the temperature that gets you. It's the humidity, really. <laughs> no, no, it's not the humidity. Well, no. The temperature's That's in the me. summertime. And okay. The, the wind chills also very summer. Rough. I'm sorry. I got confused. Uh, but I will tell you something I did notice because um, I, like many others, uh, like to look at Tu B'Shvat as a, uh, as a turning point, as a, as a change in the, in the climate. And I've been following the weather, as you know, I do every day from Yerushalayim, and temperatures have been in the 40s and 50s. Today I noticed that right now the temperature in Jerusalem is 60 degrees. Wow. So Tubishvat, in fact, has become a turning point, and it looks like the end of January, things are warming up in Israel. Yeah, but you <laughs> you know that. At least for a day. That, right. Tubishvat is not really the beginning of spring in any which way. Correct. But it's like nice to dream. But the Gemara says that most of the rains have, have come already. 
before Tu B'Shvat. Yeah. But this is this is a very early Tu B'Shvat. This is a very early Tu B'Shvat. Well, it comes out on Tu B'Shvat. No, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. This is the early the solar calendar. When, right. when we right. right because and, you know we've got two months of Adar coming up. You know, Rav Yorl Benun wrote a book. I wonder if it's out in English. I think it's called Zachor Shamor or Shamor Zachor, and it's about everything about the holidays and the count, cal- the calendar, the Jewish calendar, right. and. And a lot of it is about the juxtaposition of the lunar and the solar, how hmm. they interact. It's we're the only people that do that. Right. Either it's usually either solar, like in the Western world, or right. lunar in the Muslim world. Right. And we combine yeah, them. And he points out so many beautiful ideas that have to do because all the holidays have to do with the solar, because agriculture has to do with the solar. Right. It's it's just it's fascinating. Hmm. If if you read Hebrew, get it. And if you read English, see, maybe it's, uh, I'll check also online to see if they've translated it. You said that Ashley Blaker has something oh, yes, you want to share with yes, the audience. Yes, I do. Thank you. You how reminded is, me. How is our friend Ashley? Uh, he sent out a meme, or somebody sent out a meme in his name, and he said, Happy New Year to the trees. I imagine they all spend the day praying for a good year. Who by deforesta- deforestation? <laughs> Who by Dutch elm disease? Who by lumberjacks? Who by woodpeckers? Who will be turned into toilet paper? <laughs> and who will end up inside a non-Jewish house covered in decorations? <laughs> Did you see the dry bones? I sent it out. Is that funny? Yeah. Where, <laughs> you don't look Jewish. Where the, the Christmas tree looking tree and the other tree and the guy the guy says happy to the tree says happy to right. and the other tree's thinking he doesn't look Jewish. <laughs> Ah, I'll tell you, great to have fun with Jewish holidays. I'll tell you that much. Thank God is right. Uh, five minutes before the hour, JM and the AM. Anything you'd like to tell us, Mayor Weingarten? Well, I can begin telling you a little bit about the story of someone who his whole life was dedicated to agriculture. He was an agronome in Hebrew, it's called, hmm. an agronomer, okay. somebody who, whose specialty is that. His name was Aaron Aronson. I love that name, Aaron Aronson. Yeah, it's a good name. It is a good name. What were his parents thinking? Yeah, his parents left Eastern Europe and came to Israel in the late 1800s, and they were part of the founders of Zichron Yaakov. Boy, uh, if only they would own some land in Zichron Yaakov now. Or the winery. <laughs> yeah, no, the winery, Mela, but today, <laughs> Zichron Yaakov. They were born in Romania. They came to Israel like late 18, 1880-something. And um, this Aaron Aronson was a, a genius. He, he was, uh, he was, he was, he was, got a scholarship to come to Europe to France to study agriculture and so forth. And he went back to Israel and he discovered some amazing agricultural discovery of which I understand nothing. But it was a worldwide sensation at the time. As a result of this, he made a lot of friends in the American Jewish community like Brandeis, Justice Brandeis and others who just, they loved him. Well, as the Turkish Empire, the Ottoman Empire was collapsing, and the, the people in Israel were praying that they would hopefully finally give up hold on the land of Israel and be in World War I and have the British win. And the hope was that the British would help the Jewish people get a state in the land of Israel. So a small group of people led by Aaron Aronson started a spy ring and he used his agricultural knowledge and abilities and fame to allow himself free reign. He got a pass to go everywhere in the land of Israel from the, Brit- from the Turks 
One of the reasons was he knew how to, uh, when there's a lo- plague of locust, he learned how to fight yeah. it in a mod- with modern, uh, modern in those days, modern uh, systems, which nobody knew. So the Turks gave him free reign, the Ottomans. He, he, he could go over, and he used that to let the British know where the troops were, where they're weak, where they're. Allenby, General Allenby, who led the forces of Britain in the, in the capture of Eretz Israel, says that his information was just super, superb, and without it, it would have been much harder to, to capture. The spy ring was called Nili, Netzach Israel, Loi Shaker, right? And he had, on the coast near Zichron, there's a place called Atlit. You can go visit it today. It's a tourist um, attraction today. There's a lot of stuff there. And in Atlit, he, he established an agricult- experimental agricultural uh, farm, which the, his friends in America were paying for. They were helping, you know, even then, back then, the uh-huh. American Jews, you know, would help fund it. He used that. It was on the coast. He used that. To, to get information to British boats. They would signal British boats that were passing by, and the boat would come closer to the shore. They would go out and give them information, you know, written information and so forth. So the agriculture, his knowledge of agriculture, then his experimental farm of agriculture were very instrumental in helping the next step in the process that we look back at and say it all led up to having sovereignty in the land of Israel, but there's more. Another member of this spy ring was someone by the name of Avshalom Feinberg, who was in love with Aaron Aronson's sister. Uh-huh. Anyway, Avshalom Feinberg was sent. The British, the British kept saying, oh, these stupid Jews, well, how can they help us? You know, the high commanders, and in, in, they were in, in Cairo at the time. That's where their base was. So Avshalom Feinberg and Luva Schneerson, another person who was in this small group of uh, spies, decided that they're going to go down, they're going to ride on camelback down to Cairo to wake up the British and say, we have great information for you. Why don't you listen to us? On his way down, the Bedouins discovered him near El Arish, the northern, um, the northwestern part of the Sinai, and they shot, there was a battle, they shot him, and he, uh, Absalom Feinberg was killed, the other one escaped. For years, people said that Luva Schneerson killed Avshalom Feinberg in a lover's quarrel because, right, he wanted. But he kept saying it's not true. The Bedouins killed him and so forth. Where is he buried? We don't know. After the Six-Day War, there there was a person who made it his life's goal to find out where Avshalom Feinberg is buried, and he tried even before the Six-Day War when this was in Egyptian control. To, to go to the Bedouins to try and find out from them if they have any sort of knowledge. It wasn't that long right. before, but right? It well, was a decade or um, two decades. It was a generation or, right. or two. And there got to be people who were still alive who would know that Jew was killed. Where is he buried? Didn't help. After the Six-Day War, when Israel was, you know, everyone was scared of them. So he went down with the okay of the army and help of the army. He went down and he met with the Bedouins in the area and they said there's a place that they call the burial place of the Jew. And they said, it must be there. And they go to this place, and there's a huge palm tree that's growing in the place that they say this is where he's buried. Okay? 
they dig and dig and they find the skeleton. And the palm tree, the roots of the palm tree are embedded and entangled in the skeleton of Avshalom Feinberg because when he went out on the road, Sarah Aronson gave him some dates, which he put in his pocket. <gasps> and when they killed him and buried him, so not only did the agriculture play into the whole story, but the date, one of the Shivat Minim also, the date ended up being the clue that the symbol and the sign of where he was buried in his love for the land of Israel and his care for it. That is amazing. That is amazing. Wow. Beautiful great story. great two Bishvat story. Yeah. And uh, there are pictures. Wow. We'll find a way to post them later. Pictures online from the National Archive of Israel. Wow. Um, the person's name, by the way, was his last name was Ben Elkanah. He's the one who made it his life's work to find the uh, burial place. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSegal.com and the NachumSegal Network, of course, on our beloved NSN app. It's 2 Bishvat morning. Mayor Weingarten in studio with us. Coming up at 9 o'clock, what are we preparing for the Israel We're show? We're going to have a uh, musical celebration of Tubishvat. Wow, a musical celebration of Tubishvat coming up between 9 and 10 on the Israel show with Mayor Weingarten, which you can hear every single Monday, 9 a.m. until 10 a.m. Eastern time here on the Nahum Siegel. Immediately Network. following JM in the Immediately AM. following JM in the AM. Monday. We're ready for Tubishvat. Oh, select? you want more songs? No, why not? Let's find something. Let's give something to our oh, audience. Okay, here's you. We didn't get anywhere else. We, this is a song we introduced last year, Yoni Genut, with Taber Eli Be'adamit. Hmm. Ready? I'm ready. Thank you. 
J.M. in the A.M. Happy Tubishvat to everybody tuned in around the world. Nachum Siegel, Mayor Weingarten. So, Neely, as you mentioned, right. were not aligned with any of the traditional, I don't know, uh, Haganah, Etzel. Like they, they well, were... that, those came later, but the Yeshuv at the time, the, um, the, the what, what would you call it, the, um, the mainstream people that were in charge, Yeah, they didn't want to have anything to do with the Neely. They didn't want to go against... But who did they have something to do with? The Neely? No, they, the, the establishment. No, they just they stood stood out. They stood away. They didn't want to... They, they were afraid, what if the Turks win? And also, if they would go against the Turks and they would be caught, it would hurt them very much. Right. Even though the Neely, one of the things that they did was get money. There was, there was no money in the Yishuv at the time. They got the British to give them money, and they distributed it amongst the people who needed it. So the money they took, <laughs> you know. Something's never changed. Unfortunately, they were caught. The Nili was caught, ultimately, whether it was. There's a legend that says that they used homing pigeons, and one of the pigeons was caught by the Turks, and they found out. Or they were snitched on. I don't know. doesn't matter. But they were caught, and um, two of them were, were hanged in uh, Damascus, which was a, a major city in those days in the Ottoman Empire. And Sarah Aronson was being interrogated and tortured, and she realized that if she doesn't do something, she's going to break, and she's going to give away the names of the others. And she had a gun hidden, and uh, she went to the bathroom and killed herself, shot herself, while they were interrogating her. Um, the house, by the way, where that happened, and which was the base of the family, it's a family house, is um, you can go visit it in Zichron Yaakov today, the Aronson house. It's um, just tours of the house. It was preserved. Meaning, it was it, it was it was um, 
perceived as Neely headquarters? Um, not totally, because the experimental farm was more of a headquarters uh, than this. And but it was it was a house of of Aaron Aronson mainly, his big library, and where she was interrogated. Ultimately, it was the family home. It was the Aronson house. What gets me is. Uh... We don't realize, uh, sometimes we don't realize the sacrifice that's been made in order to get to this point. It, it's just unbelievable how many how many heroes, you know, who did not know if they'd live through that day, made a commitment to, right. to, to the future of the Jewish We're people. Ready to risk everything for the future generation. For the state, for the, for the potential state, for the right. land of Israel. And ultimately, he was right. Aaron Aronson was ge- he was a genius. He he understood that the British would win. That the British would win, and and let's help them so that we get a foot in the door, like Lawrence of Arabia did for the Arabs. Right. There's a book, by the way, very good book, a, a little intense, so you know, not for the you know bedtime stories, but it's called Lawrence and and Lawrence of Arabia and Aaron Aronson. I have to get the name of it, wow. which looks through that whole period of time of World War One and Lawrence and. They really equate the two. They say if he wouldn't have, well, what happened with Aaron Aronson is when he was flying back and forth between England and, and France where they were having the peace talks after World War I, his plane went down in the British Channel and he was killed. Of course, conspiracy theories. Right. But they say if he wouldn't have been killed, he would have been a major player. His name would be known everywhere. He drew up maps of you know, any sort of uh, idea of where the Jewish state should be, the importance of the water sources he was so well-versed in. All these things. Any idea how old he was when he was killed? In his... Or when he died in the yeah, plane plane accident? He was 42. Wow. Yeah, he could have been a very... Wow. Oh, by the way, another interesting side point you were asking. The American supporters, the minute they found out that he was involved in spying, they dropped him like a hot potato. <laughs> That's what like I said, some things never change. Yeah. It's a fascinating story. I mean, you can read it up about it. There's a lot of different books about um, Aaron Aarons and Sarah Aarons. And there's a, a song of Sarah Aarons. Not a great song, but somebody wrote a song. <laughs> J.M. and the A.M. on a Tuber Shvat special Monday morning, 12 minutes after the hour. Mayor Weingarten is here um, talking about this uh, this day that connects us to the land and the state of Israel. Simple as that. And uh, a day that we're thankful. We're thankful that we're able to celebrate the land. You know, it's it's funny that today's Tu B'Shvat and today is uh, a legal holiday and today's yeshiva break. And I say it like that because there are a lot of people from Chutzlaretz, from outside of Israel, who are in Israel today, really enjoying the, how, how do I put this? <laughs> enjoying everything Israel has to offer. On a very high level, right. even if you're not in the fanciest of hotels, you're enjoying the highest of level that Israel has to offer. You're as if you're in a Western country, in a yeah. Western capital. And uh, there are a lot of people who gave a lot of blood and gave their lives in order for uh, the Jewish people to get to this point. Right. And it's very hard to remember that. It's very difficult to remember that, and we have to make a concerted effort to, to keep it in mind. And we pray for the soldiers. Yep. And, uh, who continue to protect us. Right, who continue to protect us. We pray every week, every day, for their well-being. And we we really need to recognize, we always say, a person a person doesn't recognize, so the person whose miracle is happening to him doesn't recognize the miracle. Right. We are living in a miracle. People say to me, 
I say to people, we're in the process of the geula. We're like so far along, and they say, no, there should be miracles. I said, there should be miracles. Look at the state of Israel. Look at the state of Israel surpassing every one of its neighbors without oil, with, without a day of peace and quiet. How the state of Israel is burgeoning. It's like exploding from high tech, from everything. Israel yesterday declared, uh, together with Chad, that they're having uh, their opening relations. Right. What does Chad want from Israel? They want military help. Military help. One of the largest <laughs> countries in Africa. And they want agricultural advice and know-how. Speaking of Tubi Shvat, right? Mm-hmm. And Israel has developed, and you look at the, you always say the nations around Israel, they're the biggest threat, the biggest threat. They have all the oil, they have all the oil. And with all the oil and everything, these countries are like nothings. And the land of Israel, the state of Israel has blossomed so and turned into a a world power on so many, you know, you have to listen to Benjamin Netanyahu's lectures when he talks about these things, about how Israel's turned into a powerhouse in so many different areas, desalination of water, high tech, agriculture, every, it just is beyond. So it's a miracle. It is a miracle. J.M. and I'm going to take over the music for a moment with with that in mind. You know, Lenny Solomon, our good friend, has a song, Am Yisrael Anetzach. Yeah. Based on the theme that we were just discussing, oh, I'm going to cool. play that song. Good, thank you. You're listening to a Tubishvat special at JM in the AM. Zmanim Kashim, Ha'am Biyachad, Kula Muchanim. Ha'amehuchad Sahal magen Ha'amehoded Megubashim Ha'am tomech Netzach Israel, 
I want to thank Avrami uh, Jordan who tagged me on Facebook. <laughs> Avrami is, um, first of all, he's very funny. Um, and he, he always jokes with me about the scene on the bus that goes from Rockland County to Manhattan every day for uh, work. You know, it's a very, there's a minion, the people, he's, yes, yes. He, says, he says people actually, for a yard site, they distribute, you know, schnapps. Oh, and yeah, cake. really, yeah. wow. And sometimes it's even fancier than that. People, it's a Herring, fun, herring. Uh, not just that, but full meals at times oh, where they God. hand out wow. to me. It's really funny. Anyway, so he posts a picture, and he, and he, has, <laughs> he has a picture of a guy walking around with a cake platter. And with a bottle of schnapps, says, hey, Nahum Siegel, I'm not sure if this is for the art site of Martin Luther King or the cover to Bishvat, but either way, it was a delicious way to warm up early this morning on the Muncie bus. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> they giving out bucks in there? I'd like to see that. Uh, I'll tell you. Then one of our uh, emailers, listener Arye, I believe it is. Let me just check this out make sure I'm right. One of our emailers, yeah. excuse me, listener Eric, Listener Eric says, no sign of Shkedia blossoming, but these flowers are near Baca in Jerusalem. He sends a picture of flowers that are blooming near okay. Baca in Jerusalem. So he has not seen a Shkedia, which is among mm. the first fruits to blossom. That's why, of course, you know, yes, yes. that's the whole point of the song. Right. Uh, but he does say that he has seen beautiful blooming flowers at the end of January. Miriam two- Peretz um, posted, and I shared, yeah. um, a beautiful pan- one of these you know, panoramic uh, pictures where you can see 360 right. degrees of uh, a beautiful almond uh, grove called wow. Perech. But it could be from a... Well, she didn't post it. It was posted in her name. Stock but, photo? <laughs> or a previous year. I, I don't know. know. I'm kidding, right? Or maybe because it's early, it's not happening yet. Right. Well, could be. Stop making excuses for nature, Mayor. For the Yeah. They're supposed to be out there, and that's the end of that. <laughs> it's too bishvat. They're late. Exactly. The nerve of them. <laughs> How could they have delayed like this? Terrible is right. Um... All right, so now I will share with you. Remember, I told—I believe I told you this on the phone, on the air. I believe I told you this. Okay. Uh, we were in Toronto. Remember, like a month ago, whatever mm-hmm. it was, we were in Toronto. And I mentioned to you, I think I mentioned to you, that I met up, uh, our whole group met up with a gentleman who is a Herzl collector. Oh, yes, you did. Remember I told you this? Yes, yes. I mean, he's got thousands is an understatement. It, it's insane what he has. He has... Anything with the with the name Herzl on it, he has it. it wow. It's just amazing. He showed me, uh, and we saw obviously we saw many many items. You can imagine, yeah, right. hundreds and thousands of items there. And um, and one of them, I said, you know, I wish of all the things I saw here today, I wish I had this. And he reaches into a drawer, uh, right near where he's sitting, right, and he pulls out an extra one of these wow. things for me to bring here to the studio, and I want to show it to you. I'd like to see it. I'd like to show it to you. Oh, that's so cute. That great? You have to describe it. You'll describe it much better than me. <laughs> well, I mean, one of the iconic, um, one of the iconic scenes. Right. It's on the back here. As everybody knows, is uh, Theodore Herzl. The name of the hotel. It's it's there. What's the name it's of the Three hotel? Kings? I think Three Kings. Benjamin Zev Herzl leaning over the balcony of the Three Kings Hotel in Basel, Switzerland, during the Fifth Zionist Congress uh, Zionist Conference of 1901. It is. The, I mean, it's the iconic picture, right? It's the iconic no picture. So it's an actual model of that right. picture, and it's right. an actual. There's a there, there's a balcony. There's Herzl, right. and and 
and now I have it. <laughs> That's so cool. Isn't it cool? There's a word for that, although I don't remember. They use it in museums and Id- Idiorama or something. I don't, I don't remember. Diorama? Diorama, maybe, yeah. Now, what the, the coolest part of this story. It's very nice. That's very when nice. this gentleman was describing his obsession with Herzl right. and how basically you know everything that he's done in life. Do me a favor. See if that's who I think it is. Everything that he's done in life has to, you know, aside from his regular work, uh, aside from his regular, who do we got? Oh, (laughs) all right. You'll ask her, please, to call back. Mrs. Stacy Siegel on the line. We were expecting a guest from Israel to join us for our Tubishvat special, so I apologize for that. Thank you, Mayor. Thank you for acting as secretary there for a moment. (laughs) Because we were expecting a guest from Israel, as you know. So if the, we see the phone ring, we're going to check that out. Anyways, as he's describing this obsession that he right. that he has a regular job, but all his free time is used Amazing. for Herzl, I said to him, tell me, tell me one thing. Have you ever been to Three Kings? You know what he tells me? Yeah. For his 50th birthday, he took his entire extended family, wow. 60 people, wow. to stand on that balcony at the Three Kings Hotel in Basel, Switzerland. Wow. At the age of 50. And I said, you know, that says it. Th- this guy's for real. Yeah, this for guy's real. for real. That's very cool. Isn't it something? That's so, a very nice piece. Yeah. It's really beautiful. That's why I said it. it's like, of all the things, like, I want it to be reasonable. I don't want to right. take one of his rarities. You know, I said, if I could just have one piece and he pulls out next I one. wonder if there's a plaque over there on the hotel on, uh, on that near the balcony that says, you know. Can you search images, Three Kings Hotel, and see if there's, uh, they would have it probably? I could. I could try. You mind? Yeah. My usual searchers aren't here. <laughs> okay. I could be the I could be your secretary, I could be a searcher, whatever you want. Coming up at nine o'clock, it's Mayor Weingarten and the Israel Show. Today, a Tubishvat music celebration. At ten o'clock, you get to hear why New England and Los Angeles are celebrating. Yoni Pollock with after further review. He's gonna be discussing yesterday's championship games. And uh, why, in fact, there is plenty of joy in both New England and Los Angeles. Were you aware of the fact that New England and Los Angeles won yesterday, or uh, you were not aware of that? You know what? Early this morning, I did see a headline that um, New England, the Patriots. That the enemy had won? Are they the enemy? They're the enemy. I thought uh, the owner is a really good guy. The owner is phenomenal, and the owner has been on our show, and the owner is one of the greatest friends of Israel, and the owner has done so much. Robert Kraft has done so much for Jerusalem. Right. But I, you know, but, oh, but unfortunately, they, once, once they, I thought they're the good guys, I was happy. They are the good guys, oh. except when they take the field, <laughs> then, <laughs> then they become the enemy uh, okay. and start driving me crazy like they did again yesterday, Mr. Weingart. I need to listen to Yoni more often. You better listen to Yoni. Get, get the background. I hope he expresses the outrage of all anti-New England Patriot fans, I hope. And why are we against them? Why are they the Because bad? they are the ones. Because they win all the time? Because they always beat us. Oh, they always okay. beat the Jets. Okay. Yeah. okay. All right. So. I've been educated. Thank you. Yeah, it's really that's basically what it comes down to. You're talking about a guy who's broken my heart for 20 straight years. So uh, you know, uh, so you know, I just, uh, yeah, uh, yoy. Exactly. At least I see you're sympathetic to the cause. Very. If you're if you're upset by it, of course I'm going to be sympathetic. Yeah, it's a very it's it's tough to believe me. It's tough. And then of course at 11 o'clock, Novak. Now Jake Novak will be on here at the Nahum Single Network, 11 a.m. Eastern time. Do we have any type of uh, of image of the uh, Three Kings Hotel with a plaque I'm, I'm, for, uh, I'm, I'm getting for there. Theodore Herzl? The help? Herzl Room. Seriously? The Herzl Room. That's pretty in cool. In the Three Kings Hotel. <gasps> That's pretty cool. That's what they call it. And uh, the room description, the Herzl Room, 
captivates its visitors. I'm just reading this sure. for the first time with the unique charm of its decor and its history. For it was here wow. that Theodore Herzl laid the foundation stone for the state of Israel during his stay in 1897. The simple yet fascinating junior room with a view over the Rhine oh. has continued to bring inspiration and peace up to the present. They're very into peace in Switzerland. Yeah, you can book the room online, by the way. Really so cool. And it has Wi-Fi. <laughs> Did Herzl have Wi-Fi in 1901? I want it to be authentic. So I think to- he had Y, but not Phi. I don't know. <laughs> you need to tell me. I want it to be an authentic experience. Yeah. That's really cool. <laughs> is that something or is that something? Yeah, I want to see. Well, I, obviously they do acknowledge it because they call it the Herzl Room. Right. Uh, here's the little balcony picture that you can see, the little balcony. Unbelievable. Over- overlooking the river. Unbelievable. Yeah. I don't need that, Mayor, when I have this. <laughs> you have your I got my little diorama here of Theodore Herzl yeah. overlooking the Rhine. Pretty amazing. JM and the AM are celebrating Tu Bishvat with Sam Glazer in Israel on a Monday at JM and the AM. To sing your praise, my heart to feel the joy. Let me have the gift for which I'm yearning. Another night in Israel. Desert flowers blooming in the spring, the grapes upon the vine. Let me walk the beaches in the moonlight Let me fall in love in Israel Wherever you go shares from our souls A time to mend A time to gather stones A time for peace In Israel Let me hear the voice of bride and groom Of laughter in the streets Answer the prayer of our children so they need not fear in Israel
For if you don't take care and leave it in disrepair, no one after you will be able to use it. Reuse, recycle, don't litter, don't waste. Baal Tashrit comes right from the Torah. This is a lesson that we must learn with haste. Ask your rabbi, teacher, or morah. J.M. in the A.M. to Bishvat special. Mayor Weingarten is here. Yeah. Hi. Um, I discovered yeah. a Naomi Shemer song that I wasn't familiar with. It seems like there's just an endless supply of Naomi Shemer songs that I wasn't familiar with. This is called Hamin Again. The musician. <laughs> the musician, right. And it's... Uh, and, and the... Um, the refrain is uh, referring to a pasuk in Sefer Melachim, "Ken again, hamin again," where um, when when the when when the king was in a bad mood, or the navi was in a bad mood, or whatever, so they would bring someone to play, um, play him a song, play him a song, <laughs> and 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 bring up his spirits. And the idea is that there in Sefer Melachim. The Navi was giving them a good nivuah, and they didn't want to accept it necessarily. And she, this, the point of this whole song is all these beautiful things that she sees, and nobody wants to believe her. She sees about Israel. Oh, boy. Right? That's great, yeah. The Jordan River will fill up by itself. Which is referring back to Malachim. And the heart will... Rejoice. Can again, hamen again. Harim az yatifu asis. This is how I came to the song. There is a pasuk in uh, Amos about the, there will be so much, the agriculture, the bounty will be so great that the, the grapes will be so plentiful that the, uh, it, it will be as if the mountains are, are um, dripping with wine. Which is also from that pasuk. A great choir, a chorus of Levi'im. 
Laminagen ta'ane b'shira will answer, so to speak, will sing out. Like the refrain. Hallelujah, amen ve'amen. Kinagen haminagen. Gorgeous. V'ifrach v'yamri hamizmor be'ugav uvenevel asor, right, with these instruments. V'chalil uvegitara gamken. Kinagen haminagen. And then she goes on to say, v'ani ha'katan mikulam, I, this little me, right, I'm walking around the world like, a, like an orphan. I'm saying for years and years, I'm the one, I'm, I'm, I should be, you should listen to me. I have such great news to tell you, listen to me. All my friends answer me, you're, you're a dreamer, you're like, you know, man, we don't listen to him. It's really me. Yeah, you, 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 You're a husband. No, hayitamet means you would wish that you would be. Uh-huh. And, and so this is the song about how everything she sees around her is beautiful, and she wants to call out and cry out. Don't forget, she was, when they found out that she was a right winger, yeah. they for a while put her you know, songs into the back burner. And media harem. Media harem until she sort of came around. She didn't, she just stopped talking politics. Right. So I'm thinking that this might have something to do with her feeling of, you know, look around you. Everything is great. Look around you, all the beautiful things. And yet, so um, there's also a verse in here which um, she talks about when she drives around and listens to the radio in the car singing her songs. Lifamim, get ready for this. Lifamim ani ola almonit. Almonit afura almonit. <laughs> yeah. Because almoni, it's a play on words. Right. Almonit, it means an uh, anonymous person. So she's going on a monit almonit. Like clonit she's almonit. Anon- right, like clonit almonit. <laughs> it's amazing oh, how things just. In- inside jokes. I'm sorry. Vaharadio Sharla Oznai, and, and I'm listening to the radio. I mean, again, at Shirayak Tanim, the radio is playing my songs. As Omar La Achianahag, I tell the driver, Mehaboker Asita Lichag. I'm, I'm at, uh, uh, from the morning already. I'm so happy because you, you had your radio on and you're playing my songs. I mean, again, Zani Be'emet. Muoneli Haitamet. Oh, boy. So it's about powerful, powerful, very powerful. So I found one recording of it. Let's go for it. And Hamin again, Naomi Shemer. Can I get 
לבגדים אדירה, למנגן תענה ושירה. הללויה, אמן ואמן, כן אגן, אמן אגן. ויפרח ויאמרי המזמור, בעוגב ובנבל הסוף, וחליל ובגיטרה גם כן, כן אגן, אמן אגן. כן אגן, אמן אגן. תשמעו, המנגן זה אני, אבל כל חבריי ליאונים, אדוני, אתה סתם תמהוני, ובאומרי, זה אני, באמת, הם עונים, היית מת. היי, כן אגן המנגן, כן אגן המנגן, לפעמים אני עולה על מוני. J.M. in the A.M. There it is. The singer's name is... Dudu El Harar. With that great song by Naomi Shemer. Uh, 
couple of things I wanted to point out, Mr. Weingarten. First of yes, all, thank, thank you very much for coming in. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We look forward to your musical presentation between 9 and 10 o'clock. Thank you. Um, listener Devora in Israel says, check out Park Canada. We go there every year for oh, Kubish Vod and see the Shkade Yeah. Park Canada is like uh, in, off the road from between Tel Aviv and Yerushalayim, about halfway in. But she claims that there are Shkade there on Kubish Vod. Okay. I, I will have to go over there. Yeah, do me a favor. I'll drive over there now on my way. <laughs> we get to Waze. Uh, Israeli invention. Listener Moshe, who I know spends some time with you each week during the Israel show, he says, good morning, Nachum and Mayor. The only difference between a miracle and nature is frequency. What occurs constantly is called natural. What is extraordinary is called miracle. Actually, everything is a miracle. Yeah. When extraordinary things started happening in Eretz Israel, they were miraculous. Those miracles have become routine, even expected. Hence, they're no longer seen as miraculous. You yeah, know, we get that. 100% we get right. that. Right, and even last week's parashah, Bishalach, where the sea splits, right? What greater miracle? And yet, the Pasukim talk about the wind coming right. and blowing away the... What, what do we need the wind for? God just split the sea. What's the whole purpose of the wind? And the Rashbam says, because it looked like a natural thing. Right. And um, listener Morris... Hey, Morris, how are you? Who's always with you during the Israel show. Thank you. I can't guarantee it today live, because he's in Israel celebrating a family simcha. So, mazal tov to... The, Mazal tov to the... Uh, mazal tov! To the uh, Morris family. <laughs> The SS, I know, I'm kidding. The SS family from all of us here at JM and the AM, and of course those responsible for the Tubishvat special. You know, you mentioned something interesting uh, about Naomi Shimmer avoiding politics after a while, or mm-hmm. avoiding, you know, speaking about her points of view about the different things because she was being blacklisted. Right. I'm amazed at those celebrities or those well-known people who make sure to be completely silent, and those who can't help themselves. You've heard of Lior Shuchard? Yeah. The mentalist? Yes, yeah, sure. So you know how I go through my stages where I get fascinated by <laughs> yeah. stuff. You know how I, <laughs> Mayor makes fun of me, but he knows it's no, true. No, no, we all do it. <laughs> I, I told you about my fascination with, um, with um, no, now I just forgot his name. All right. With, uh, who was the host of uh, What's My Line for a Million Years? Um, John Daly. Okay. So I was, right. I, I watched like 200 episodes just watching his hosting style, which right. I thought was the key to the whole show, even with all the celebrities. I told you this. Right. Anyway, so Lior... Because that's one of the ways you perfect your career. Or at least I try to learn from others, right? Lior Shuchard has a presentation that I found fascinating. So I watched it in different venues. He'd be on this show and that show, you know, like different right. things. And then I said to myself, you know, I'm curious. It, 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 he, according to the internet, at least, according to the web, he's a wealthy man. You know, makes millions of dollars. Right. And I, I would assume he's somewhat of a celebrity in Israel. Yeah. Right? Very yes, well. yes. I'm wondering if he has public opinions about mm. politics. And I searched everything you could possibly search. Nothing. He's smart. He's smart. He's a real mentalist. He knows <laughs> He knows what other people will think <laughs> if he releases what he thinks. Right. So you have no clue. I, I, can, I can guess. I can guess based on his background. But I have no clue what his real politics are. It's funny. Those who make sure not to say a word like, I don't know, does Gal Gadot make it clear what she, what she does or doesn't? Uh... I think she's very quiet about it if, if she's ever, she's, I think, had a, an occasional, but I think she's very quiet about it. And Bar does she say anything? No. Also not? So most no. of them don't. Most of them are smart enough and to keep quiet. They supposedly, in, in California, in Los Angeles, right. which is the heart of the... Hollywood? Hollywood. <laughs> Thank you. Heart of, heart of the left wing? Supposedly, there's a group called the, the Lincoln Society. Right which are actors that are right-wing but will never say anything out loud. Right. And then there's some who do. Right. Gary Sinise. Gary Sinise is right, exactly one of the people. There's another one that's There are a few of them. John Voight. 
Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger is a little bit, you know. Well, he became a little bit middle of the road. But it's very hard. If you imagine, I mean, I've been thinking about this a lot lately, especially now with the political um, climate as it is. is. Think about the concept. We always look back at the concept of of Vodazara, idolatry. How can anybody... Think about if you are surrounded by a one way of thinking, like unfortunately people right. in certain areas, urban areas are, right. and you're even afraid to say anything. So if you're not very principled, if you don't have a strong, strong character, so you fall in line with everybody right. else. Look at look at the challenge we have now, taking on these members of Congress and right. other mm-hmm. other quote-unquote leaders who right. are really... Uh, you know, letting Israel have it and letting the Jews have it and expressing their anti-Semitic points of view, we need to be strong and, and respond in a strong way, and it's not easy to do so. And it, number one, it's for not the happening. Reason, yeah. Right, number one, for the reason you mentioned, and number two, it's also you need to be you need to be sharp enough to, to get out there and, and make the right. point, make right. the point and make it strongly. To challenge them. Correct. So it's a very, very big challenge these days. There's a new song from Baruch Levine that's along the themes of what uh, you just uh, uh, um, gave us with the Naomi Shemmer composition, I think. Mm-hmm. It's called Akiva Nihamtanu. Oh. And I think I think now it's obvious to you why I say it's similar because yeah. uh, we know that Rabbi Akiva saw something uh, during the uh, most devastating time in Jewish history that right. others did not see. Right. Uh, saw the future, the miracles that would be happening, the right. prophecy that was guaranteed that would eventually come true, that he knew would come true. Right. And I'd like to play that song. Whenever I tell that story, yes. it's a Gemara at the end of uh, Makot. Right about Rabbi Akiva and the others, and the others were crying because they saw the Chorban Beit HaMikdash, right. the temple that would destroy within their lifetime, and Rabbi, more or less. And Rabbi Akiva, who was, who was optimistic, we always translate that Gemara as he was laughing. Right. I think he, was, he wasn't laughing, but he, he had optimism in his heart so that he wasn't crying. Right, wasn't devastated. He wasn't devastated, right, because he knew that this was just a stage. If 2,000 years ago Rabbi Akiva could stand on that spot, and be optimistic. When we stand on that spot today, we can. It says there that he came on Shehigil Litzofim. They came to Harat Sofim. We can stand on that spot and see a united Jerusalem under Israeli with all the problems around it. How much more so can we be? Should we be? Must we be? Are we commanded to be optimistic and joyous? Here it is. Brand new. Akiva Nicham Tanu Baruch Levine. It's J.M. and the M. sacred home where our base Hamikdash stood now the foxes roam overcome with grief by their awful plight such a desecration to the holiest of sides but one man shed no tears he just stood there laughed and smiled He answered their confusion and explained This destruction was foretold Before our home is built anew So I smile 
as I see those words come true. And though we wait for so many years, our faith remains the same. That soon the time will come when we will know of no more pain. And though we've cried so many tears, we are comforted by you. Akiva, Akiva, Nihamta. Could we have known it would take this long? Clinging to your hopeful words, trying to be strong. You're the one who taught that we too can find. Beyond the pain and sorrow, there is a greater plan in mind. That one day we'll see the glory of our eternal base amikdash As the sounds of laughter fill our streets again Our elders and our children in the city of our king years our faith remains the same that soon the time will come when we will know of no more pain and though we've cried so many tears we are comforted by you Akiva Akiva And though we wait for so many years, our faith remains the same. That soon the time will come when we will know of no more pain. And though we cry, so many tears, we are comforted by you. Baruch Levine, Monday morning, Tubishvat special here at JM and the AM. Um, well, uh, Mayor Weingarten uh, is next between 9 and 10 o'clock with a, a musical edition of the Israel Show, special for Tubishvat. Yes. Best of luck with that. The thank Hatla you. Haraba. I and should be calling thank- in any minute now. Correct. And thank <laughs> you, thank you, thank you for being here today. Thank you. And for the God knows what time in a row helping us celebrate Tubishvat and connect with the Holy Land. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate it. I can't tell you how much I appreciate the ability to come here with you and celebrate with you. Baruch Hashem. Even in nine degree weather. Even in nine degree weather. Yeah, with a, a minus something. Minus eight wind chill. Wind chill. Uh, so thank you, Mayor. Continued uh, brachot to you. I'll, I'll say uh, I'll say whatever Goldwasser said. 
uh, which is a, uh, a a good sweet year ahead. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I didn't know that was a thing. I don't know. Spot, I'm not I, a tree, but I'll yeah. take any brother. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I didn't realize it was a thing, frankly. Okay. And then at 10 o'clock, you must be attentive to Yoni oh, Pollock. Sure. Because he'll be discussing. I want to know about whatever it is that they're going to be talking about because they're going to be talking about something with sports. Right. And they're going to be talking about how New Orleans should be playing Kansas City in two weeks in the in the Super Bowl. And unfortunately, the wrong teams are in it. When is the Super Bowl? Uh, a week from Sunday. Oh, we, wow. a week from today, broadcast from the home of the Super Bowl, Atlanta, Georgia. Yes. A week from today. More details, obviously, as the week goes on. But we're looking forward to a great week there. Achenu Yisrael and Achim our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com. On the NachumSingle Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Tadarabah Mayor Weingarten. Happy Tubishvat, everybody. Legal holiday today in the U.S. Enjoy the day off if you have it. Tomorrow morning we're back starting at 6 a.m. Mayor Weingarten is next with a special musical edition of the Tubishvat Israel show. That's between 9 and 10. Yoni Pollock after further review. And boy, oh boy, there's a lot of reviews. He's got a review after yesterday when every single review went New England's way. And that ridiculous penalty wasn't called for New Orleans. Ah, oh, can you hear the sports enthusiast in me coming out? Every call they get, there isn't a there isn't a guy in the world who who would ever have re- reversed that call on that punt except for New England. Nobody else would have had it reversed. Anyway, uh, now that I've said what I've said, have a Jake Novak at eleven o'clock with Novak. Now have a phenomenal Monday. Enjoy Tubishvat, delicious Buxer for all. Till tomorrow, Nachum Single reminding you: remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.